0: This is a five-drive catch-up. In terms of job applications and knowing what to apply for and what not to, um, I think it's important to understand that, you know, in a in a changing and dynamic work environment, it can be quite a daunting and stressful task to search and apply for jobs. We also know that unemployment, according to the latest statistics, is at an all-time high, almost thirty-five percent. And uh, this number increases to almost 60% for ages 24 to 29. So our graduates. These are record-breaking and staggering numbers. So, you know, companies are are forced to look for upskilled, qualified professionals. And so, increasing your employability may give you the competitive edge. So, knowing what to apply for, I think, really revolves around starting where you are at the moment, having an understanding of your current positioning being aware of yourself, your strengths, your values and motivation really provides a good baseline and platform to lead from. Next, I would have a look at you know, your, your professional expertise, your previous education, your skills, your qualifications and experience can all be highlighted to represent you well. And then understanding how to integrate these two, uh, knowledge about yourself and about the world of work and matching these two can really give uh, you the best chance at success and at fulfillment. Key words to look out for on a job posting, um, I would say keep an eye out for words that reflect your skills and competencies. If a job posting mentions that you'll have to develop new software and provide technical support for example, then it may suit you if you have a background in computer systems and networks similarly when you're entering into the job market you may want to focus on what expertise and experiences you're able to offer however there's often a catch-22 here you need experience to get the job but you need the job to get the experience so i think it's really important here to focus on transferable skills that can be adopted from your experiences in school sports and volunteer work in order to provide that experience and skill our cv top tips do's and don'ts and trends for 2022 really revolve around a few key aspects for us it's about avoiding cliches and buzzwords like hard working and team player instead try to provide proof of these skills through your experience if the experience that you had was that you were appointed head boy or head girl in matric then you could provide team leadership and interpersonal skills as that skill Where possible, try to quantify your accomplishments. So try to put a value to what you've achieved. For example, you might say reduced expenditure by 5% by optimizing client relations. At a lower level or when you're entering into the job market, you might say, I coordinated and led a team of 250 people in a charity fund run. So remember, you can try to use those transferable skills from the experience that you do have. I'd say also try to use clues from the job description. Use a few keywords and scatter them around your CV. This will not only help you with the wording and the jargon that you're looking for, but will be more ATS friendly, which is a program recruiters use to filter out their CVs. Although this one might be an obvious one, ensure that there are no spelling or grammatical errors in your CV. Nothing says laziness more than rushing to complete a CV without scanning for the errors. Lastly, I think some agencies prefer to leave out an image as well as any potential references. So avoid these and only include them unless it is important to the role or it's specified in the job posting. If the employer wishes to have this information, it might provide you with another opportunity to sell yourself and impress one more time. When we talk about online profile, it's really about aligning your online or social profiles with your professional image and your personal branding. Personal branding and increasing your employability has definitely become a trend over the last few years. And when we talk about online profile, it could be about social media such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For some candidates can go even further where they're creating their own websites and uh, and video CVs. So online profile is really about creating a golden thread where you tie everything together and that will create the impression to your employer that you are consistent, you're prepared, and you're professional. Displaying the same information in your bio across the different platforms helps to create that golden thread. An online profile allows you to be a thought leader, provide your opinion on relevant topics, which employers recognize. An online profile also helps you to stay current and up to date with the latest trends. And first and foremost, it helps you to network and expand your circle. So my tips would be really just to be present and active on, a, on your online pro- profile, provide ideas and your thoughts on various relevant topics, build your network with key personnel and be s- consistent across the different platforms. Remember, you do need to do a review of your online profile before applying for a job. You don't want a potential employer to see a drunken photo of you from a few weeks back, for example. Creating, building and maintaining networks while you're in the job market can often be a very challenging and stressful task. It is built and maintained through conversations and engagements that you have with others. So the advice would be to start within your inner circle. That is often a very good point of reference. So people that, you know, for example, family, friends, neighbors, teachers, community organizations, and even sports clubs could all help you in your job search. You need to get to grips with who they might know. What do they do? how to contact them and really let let your inner circle know what you're looking for. Local businesses and community groups can often provide value because of its location. So starting within your immediate surroundings can often help. Try to connect with people in a similar field to you. Talking to professionals that have been through what you've been through can really help you to gain insights into the experience and the journey that they've been through. Try to post relevant content on social media as often as possible. This provides the opportunity for like-minded individuals to engage with you. You can often act as a consultant to small and local businesses. They might often have work that's overflow that you can take on on a part-time basis in that way that you can provide your network for longer term relationships. Lastly, there are a number of networking events available in Johannesburg and all over the country, which often attract individuals exactly like you, looking for an opportunity, looking for the opportunity to build their network. Preparing for a virtual interview should be identical to preparing for an interview in reality. Um, you know that the, the key aspects and tips should be to be as prepared as possible. Take the time before the session to have a look at the company website their blog posts, their social media accounts, and any information that you can pick up about what kind of culture they're providing and what kind of mission that they aim to achieve. There might be something that catches your eye, then you can use that to show that your personality fits the company culture and exactly what they're looking for. Although a cliche, I think knowledge is power in this situation. Immerse yourself in the product, the service, the industry, and the job requirements as much as possible. The more you know here, the better suited you will be to impressing the interviewer during your session. Although virtual body language and posture is important, it is still evident when a candidate is slouching in their chair. So dress neatly, attend the session on time, sit up straight and take notes of your own facial expressions. You don't want to be frowning. In terms of top questions to prepare for for an interview, this can often be very industry specific. Um, however, some are of the more standard questions can be, for example, tell me about a time where you experienced conflict and how did you respond to that? Or, for example, it says on your CV that you're proficient in interpersonal skills. Can you elaborate more on that? Or how do you see this role fitting into your career goals? So there's definitely more, it's become more sophisticated than the classical where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, but I don't want interviewees and people preparing for interviews to, to panic at this stage. I think the key is to be as prepared as possible. Try understanding as much about the role and its responsibilities as possible. Go to the interview with questions of your own. So, for example, let's say you are passionate about social responsibility. You can ask if there's an opportunity for that in the company that you that you're applying for. Most importantly, try to be as genuine as possible and be true to yourself. Remember, if you weren't a good fit, that is okay too. Ask for feedback on your shortcomings, which you can then use to improve and nail the next one. This is a five drive catch up.